from probably the worst performance of the season to probably the best, you know, particularly the first 45 minutes, of course. But um, against the team who, who were second top goal scorers in the country behind Manchester City, it was it was a great clean sheet as well. Encouraging words there from the gaffer. So winning ways back at Ewood Park as Blackburn Rovers pick up a massive three points against Rotherham. We'll talk about the match and more on today's show. That's right, folks. Back once again with another review show as Blackburn Rovers turn on the flare. Picked up three massive points at home, Ewood Park. So, after those three shambolic performances, I know we did pick up a victory against Scunthorpe, but the, the, the matches against Scunthorpe, Wimbledon, and the last time out against Shrewsbury, all pathetic, all backwards and sideways passing. And for the first time in what seems like five, six, seven. I don't know how many years we finally looked like a decent outfit. Even from within the first two, three minutes of kickoff, we were at the, the sharp end of it, trying to get the ball in the back of the net. And we were unlucky that it only ended up 2-0. So the result completely flatters Rotherham, who even, even with the 2-0 scoreline, they did have a couple of opportunities themselves to stick the ball in the back of the net. And they even had one goal chalked off the board for offside but um, puts us in a nice cool decent position eighth spot with the majority if not everybody above us in the table so just quick recap the score as Marcus Antonson got us off the mark with a, with a goal uh, I think it was a header off a corner and then the showpiece at the end Harry Chapman comes off the bench for another cracking cameo puts the ball in the back of the net and then he did a magical somersault, enjoy the moment for himself. And that was another, another talking point after the match. Anyway, so let's just take a look at the statistics. 19 shots, 6 on target, 11 corners. Uh, a couple of players got the names in the books. And uh, yeah, so an amazing performance. Uh, and what, what my first and, first and foremost highlight of the day was the team sheet. How glad was I to see Elliot Ward's name not on there. And Paul Downing. What another cracking performance he did. Calm and collective, despite his young age. He uh, put Elliot Ward to shame. I had no problems with that pairing. Uh, you know, Mulgrew has his moments where he's, he's not the greatest centre-back in the world, but he's a, he's a decent leader, decent set-piece taker, and he's a good player to have on the pitch. Paul Downing was a man apart at the back there. He was solid, composed, nothing too crazy. No, no man of the match performance, but he was solid and consistent. Uh, who else? Obviously, Harry Chapman was going to take all the credit for that uh, you know, dazzling last 15, 20 minutes he had. Um, two or three efforts himself. Dominic Samuel had a few efforts. He should have had a ball in the back of the net. And that's another bit of a begrudging fact. Or, uh, you know, despite the three points and the cracking performance, you know, it is annoying that we only picked up two goals when we should have been five or six. Uh, Antonson should have had more. Whittingham should have had one at the, at the death. Uh, Bradley Dagg was all over the place. Elliot Bennett was all over the place in a good way, not in a bad way. They ran their socks off for the team. Gave Rotherham no chance whatsoever. Um, but there was a couple of lapses that they did manage to get something. And they could have, they could have scored themselves. And that would have made a completely different ending to the game. But Blackburn had other ideas and they were all over it today, picking up the three points and uh, putting those dismal results behind them. And kicking on now, we've got another massive game at Ewood Park against uh, Gillingham. 
Yep, they might be sitting towards the foot of the table, but new manager, new new ethos, so they might be a bit of a tough nut to crack. Well, hopefully Tony Mowbray has instilled a new mentality in them, and that we can get this kind of performance more often than not. I know we can't have it, you know, for 46 games of the the, the calendar, um, but maybe we can get a good 80% of it, and and maybe we can, you know, start to shut up those people in the top two spots and and, and tell them who's really going to get automatic promotion. Because we're hopefully got our game back. And, and, and let's hope for uh, more results like this one. Anyway, let's recap the lineups. This was how um, Rotherham uh, started the team, started the, started the day. Roddock in goal, Volks, Ikiwiki, Wood, Burrington, Williams, Ford, Potter, Frecklington, Newell, and Moore. Remember Moore, he was up there with the goals. I think he's got eight for the season. This is how Blackburn Rovers lined up. Raya, Caddis, Downing. Mulgrew, Williams, Dak, Evans, Smallwood, Bennett, Samuel, and Antwonson. And here's how I rank them. Yep, it's not, you know, it's, it's a good collective performance. There's no nines or a ten, but nobody played below a five. Even though I'm praising Downing, uh, you know, he was just, he did the business. He wasn't, he wasn't in your face, didn't make any errors. He was just, just there. Mulgrew, you know, he had the, uh, I think he had the assist with the corner. Uh, good leadership role to, uh, today, uh, and, the, and, the, and the wing backs, uh, Caddis and Williams, up and down the flanks, doing their business. Um, so they were, I, was, I was pleased with their performance. And then into midfield, Bennett and Dak, they were they were consistently involved in a lot of attacking play. Evans, you know, just like Downing, you know, he wasn't he was there, he was playing, he didn't do any amazing maneuvers but he was he was there and that, that, that's why he's there he does a lot of the donkey work smallwood also but he does a lot more of the tackles and the grunt work uh, and that's why he gets a nod up from Evans and up front Dominic Samuel again a lot of hold up play could have had a ball in the back of the net if he'd, if he'd got a goal I'm sure he would have been at least eight Antonson got the goal and again consistent running all over the place very good performance all round. David Raya again two match winning, two or three match winning saves towards the end of the end of the match. So all in all, a cracking performance. And uh, am I, when am I going to lose this smile off my face? Hey, eh? when am I going to lose this smile off my face? However, that you know, the, the, there is one major concern coming out of uh, the back of this performance. I'm praising Downing, I'm praising uh, Harry Chapman, and I'm praising Marcus Anderson. Tell me, what am I doing wrong here? Those three players are not our players they're all on loan you know so that is a major concern of mine you know we are we're giving these guys game time they're turning out the performances uh, and at the end of the season or maybe even midway towards the end of the season their actual clubs that they belong to could pull the rug from under our feet and then get them back uh, for their own causes so what I would like you know I, I'm hoping there's uh, plans in place to maybe make Paul Downing a permanent uh, Blackburn Rovers player, same deal for Harry Chapman. I know that's a, it's a big ask, and I'm sure both Downing and uh, Harry Chapman, you know, they would fall under the uh, uh, testament, uh, the tribunal fee that we'd have to pay, even if, if their contract is running out with the parent clubs. So that's, uh, you know, and, that, and that, that could rank higher than you'd imagine. Antoinson. I'm, I'm up in the air about him in the moment. He has got a couple, two or three goals already now this season. Um, should he be a permanent rover? I'm still still sitting on the fence on that one. He's, he's, he's defied the odds. I've, I'm I'm trying, uh, you know, 
I'm trying to like him, but he's not the finish article in my in my mind. Um, he, but it, he makes it hard not to like him. You know, if he keeps sticking the ball in the back of the net, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to run out of reasons not to like the fella. Um, but yes, cracking result. Three of those start standouts uh, in this game are not Rovers property. So that's that's my major headache right now, and it should be a headache for Tony Mowbray. Speaking of Tony Mowbray, let's have a listen to what the gaffer had to say about the, the, the game, the result, and the next couple games ahead. Take it away! Yeah, much happier. I think the dressing room can feel, you know, what's required, really. We did a bit of work this week, um, on the last few days anyway, on, on our movement and our passing, as opposed to, you know, we had been doing a lot of work on the defensive side and, and making sure we were solid and tight and hard to play against. I think it was just getting a balance, really. As I said after the game, I thought it shows we, we forgot to play. We're a good team with some good players, and yet you have, if you've got good players, you have to utilise them. And um, as, as I said, we, we forgot to play. Really, we, we trying to shut up shop, trying to make it hard for them, trying to block off their chances. And tonight was all about, and as I say, the training the last few days was about playing through lines, spreading, receiving on the half turn, playing forward, running in behind. And you know they showed that they can do it tonight. And um, now, it was a bit closer than, than it should have been, really. I know right from the first minute we, we could have been in front, but um, from probably the worst performance of the season to probably the best, you know, particularly the first 45 minutes, of course, but um, against the team who, who were second top goal scorers in the country behind Manchester City, it was it was a great clean sheet as well. Yeah, I think so, and I think there's a bit of a frustration in there. You know, Dominic's frustrated he hasn't scored. I think Marcus is frustrated he hasn't got a trick. Um, but I'm delighted for, for Harry, of course, who's been you know so good coming off the bench recently that he, he did it again. I've just said there, like Jazzy in your 1970 World Cup, and he didn't know who that was, and he wasn't born. So, at, um, but yeah, listen, they're all doing fine. You know, Whittingham going through there at the death. You know, it's, you know his chances coming just around the corner, and because um, he can bring some composure and some quality in his forward passing to the team. And Sam Hart came off the bench as well and showed everybody why he's here because he's fast and he's dynamic and he's got a wonderful left foot so happy to get the points I think it was an important week for us I've talked about you know we have to try and make the, our home form you know really purposeful that we get a lot of points at home and I think that was a dangerous game tonight against a team that's free scoring and a big six foot five centre forward who causes lots of teams problems so great to get out the way great to get the points we have to really focus in on Gillingham now, obviously a team who've been at the wrong end of the table. I've just said to them there, as I got off the dugout, walked down the, the tunnel, I was starting to think about Gillingham, to be honest, before I got to the dressing room door, and, and just worrying that it's a dangerous game, a, a game that if we don't turn up, it'll be like Wimbledon. It'll be a, a team that work extraordinarily hard, know that they you know, they have to sh show to a new manager that what they're capable of. They got a nil-nil tonight, a, t a tough game for them. It showed that they were very resilient and hard to play against. And so we have to show our quality at the weekend, try and pick up maximum points. And, um, you know, we just keep keep taking each game as it comes. But I think so at home. I think that's what we have to do. We have to be brave. We have to play. We have to spread out. We have to pass it through lines. We have to come into the spaces and the holes and we have to run in behind and threaten. And I thought we did all of them things tonight. I thought, um, I thought we were pretty decent in spells, you know, in certain games. The games against Doncaster, you know, I know it ran away from us, but for early on we were all right, and I think Wimbledon at times we were all right. Tonight, again, I thought we were better than the last couple, but uh, we didn't get the rewards, and I thought it might have been one of those nights. Again, it was just important to win. Um, 
but happy with the first half performance. Uh, again, I've just said to them, you can't dominate football matches for 90 minutes, you know, un unless you are out of sight and they've almost given up trying to keep the score down. But, um, you know, one nil, they were always going to have a spell in the game where they were going to ask questions of us, and they did. And uh, but we managed to see it out, and, and we got the victory in the end. Yeah, listen, they all played their part tonight. I think. I think. Um, you know, I, I, there's not a part of this team that I, I, I don't actually like. I think you know, I do, we just have to understand what it takes to win each game because the, the game, the league is um, quite different. You know, you've seen how, how good like Scunthorpe can be with the ball and, and Bradford with the ball. We have to be resilient and hard to play against in them days. But there's other games when we have to really expand and play wide and play two strikers and play through the lines and and ask questions of other teams. So um, just to try and get the balance each week about. How are we going to set up? How are we going to try and get the victory? Because I don't think the league allows you just to turn up and play. You have to know how you're going to get results. And um, and so we you know, we work hard every week on how we're going to set up, what the, what the formula is to try and get the result today. And, and today was to spread out and pass and ask questions of them. Um, and we did that, we got the victory. Yeah, I, I think they'd have liked a few more goals, of course, but I'm sure they enjoyed the chances as they came. You know, I thought Antonison could have had a hat trick tonight. I think Dominic was so unlucky with with a few efforts as well. That uh, one hit the bar, one flew over the top, he hit the post as well with his strike. At, um, you know, he needs a, he needs an, a goal, but he's working extremely hard. I think his hold up play is improving every game. Um, great for Chapman to score. I know the fans are asking for Chapman to start games. It's you know there'll be a spell at some stage in the season where he will. At this moment, he's a very young boy who's making a big impact when he comes off the bench and um, at this moment that's I think it's best for our club, best for our team that he does make an impact um, because we do need to be solid and stay in football matches and and, um, and he understands that, he's not banging on my door every day saying why aren't I starting, it's, um, he's a young boy who's learning the game. Listen, everybody likes Harry, he's a fantastic kid, he's, um, you know, he's living away from home at such a young, delicate age, he's um, He's, he's great to watch on the training ground. He's a bit grumpy sometimes. You know, it might be a new nickname for him, but um, he's he's um, he showed his talent. He showed his quality. And when I turn round and we need something to happen on the pitch, he's usually the first guy I look at. And um, you know, and there's some pretty big names sitting behind me on that bench. And if Chapman's a young boy that gets on and has made a difference in a few games, I think you know, if you think back to the MK Don's game, he came on and really finished the game off for us really with his quality down the right. Tonight he came on and within 10 seconds he's whizzed past three men and put a ball in the box. So happy with it, happy with the points, happy that the fans would have seen a victory at home. Let's try and follow it up at the weekend with a positive performance and we'll go into the international, but we've got to check a trade I think on Tuesday, but uh, then the international break. and. It's just important we keep picking up points and, and when we have to play the games and catch up the, the games that we miss through internationals we'll um, hopefully manage to get some positive results and, and, and the league will start to look a little bit more even for us I think. So let's take a look at what's been happening on social media. Here are some of the players and staff. Dominic Samuel, three points. Teamwork well on to Saturday. Elliot Bennett, you uh, well deserved victory tonight. Congrats to Harry Chapman on his first Rovers goal. Flip was fire. Focus switches to Saturday. David Dunn. Thought Rovers dominated the game. Pulled down excellent at the back. And a great impact from Harry Chapman. And Harry Chapman, the man himself. Great performance. Happy to get off the mark for the season. Focus on Saturday now. Fans were outstanding. And Sam Hart. Three points. Debut on to Saturday now. Thank you for all your support. Yes, he came on for his debut. And he was solid. I, I, you know, I, I didn't know when we were going to see him. But when he did show up. 
he uh, he seemed decent, you know, and, and I'm glad he's on a Rovers uh, contract uh, full time, so he could be a, a decent prospect for the next year or so. Some other fans out there, Rosie Moore says his name is Harry Chapman, and he's blank dynamite. Fill in the blanks, fans. Rotherham fans, what was your team actually doing? Were they actually did they turn up today? It didn't look like it. Curtis Cooper said, got to admit, worst we've played all season so far. Fair play to Blackman. So respect to Curtis realising that they were completely played off the park. Leon Baker, tonight was a superb performance. In form and goal scoring Rotherham had a game plan which we crushed from the first minute. Yes, we should have scored a lot more, but 2-0 is a solid result when our home form has been questioned. Come on, you blues. Ben Agambar says, sorry, what's a Rotherham? Next. Speaking of next, Jack Earnshaw stuck the old uh, uh, picture of Chapman after he scored his goal. Don't worry, Rotherham will return your defence before Saturday, we promise. He ran rings around Rotherham. I'll try and say that five times fast. Ryan Holmes, I think he's a Rotherham United fan. Yet to beat a good League One side. Also on Twitter, Jamie said, Decent manager found out that we only know one formation. And Ross Knapton, also on Twitter, Wait a minute. Is that yet another one of the teams gunning for promotion that we're losing to? There seems to be a, a formula going on for Rotherham that they seem to be tripping up against sides that are battling for the top. But I'm sure they will be there or thereabouts. But I am just chuffed to bits that we got the three points. Let's take a look around the grounds. Let's have a look at some of the other results. Wigan, also back in winning ways. 1-0 victors at Plymouth. Gary Bowyer's Blackpool, 0-0 at Rochdale. Our next opponents, Gillingham, picked up a crucial point against Scunthorpe. Tabletop of Shrewsbury. Keep on winning, picking up three points. 2-1 win at Doncaster. However, Peterborough slipped up to Oldham 3-2. Also in there, Fleetwood taking three points from Bradford City at their gaff. That's pretty much all I've got for you for today. So before you go, head over to my YouTube channel. Check out my FIFA 95 hack series. I have done the Rotherham game and I've done the Gilligan game as well. Might as well check them out if you want a bit of a giggle. And while you're over there, please give me a thumbs up for this video and make sure you subscribe. I'm trying to creep and crawl my way to 500 subscribers. Could you be the one that pushes me right over the edge to be the magical 500? Well, time will only tell. Um, but yes, that's all I've got for you. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and iTunes if you want to check me out on the go. Um, massive three points, massive performance. On to the next one. Gilliam next up, and I'll be doing a match preview within the next 24 hours, so stand by for that. Till next time, thumbs up, subscribe. Ciao for now. Thanks for watching, please like and subscribe, new videos posted every week, feel free to check out some of my other work.